Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Which is better? the 12 driving forces or the Enneagram. This is part three of this bite-sized deep dive. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business, so let's get down to business. Hey, Difference Maker, I am so happy that you're on this journey to unbox yourself with me. And we are talking about the 12 driving forces assessment results that I got. And here are my top three favorite things about it. Number one, it was just a test, a 15 to 20 minute online test. And I got my results pretty immediately. Second, the report gives me something in my hand to be able to refer to. Now it's geared toward companies and team dynamics. So it gives a list of strengths. It gives a list of weaknesses according to the role that you play in a team or a group dynamic. And then the third thing is there was a combined report. So Terry and I both took the assessment and we got our individual reports. And then we also got a combined report that was specific to how well we worked together. So the most interesting thing that I learned about my husband and me is that we both scored low on commanding. Now he's a type nine, so there's no surprise there, but, and there's a big but, He scored higher on collaboration than I did. And maybe you don't know this yet or you you didn't um, listen to the spill the tea with tea episode, but most of our communication arguments are about us not 
collaborating or not communicating about collaborating because most of the times we're arguing about things that we actually agree on and we don't realize that we're agreeing on it. But anyway, this is, of course, from my perspective of the way I define collaboration because type 7's collaboration is about brainstorming and possibilities and looking at the options and being curious and asking questions and not leaving any stone unturned or any corner unexplored. And most importantly, it needs to be a win-win. Type 9's collaboration, though, is to observe and to merge and to go with the flow, even if it means a lose-lose situation. And they're not doing that on purpose, but the Type 9's core motivation is to be connected to other people on an energetic level. And so their strategy to do that is by merging. So how does this play on our relationship? I will get excited about something and start talking about it and exploring all the ideas. He begins to merge with me, starts believing that is in the plan because I'm so immersed into it. And then he just etches it in the back of his head like, this is the plan. <laughs> and he will continue on his day, his week, his month, his year, <laughs> thinking that this is the plan. And he might be stressing out over the plan, trying to prioritize it, maybe having some negative self-talk because he's struggling with prioritizing the plan. And then that ultimate disappointment when the plan comes to fruition in his mind and he's spent all of that energy in the plan just to find out that it wasn't actually the plan. It was just dinner conversation. And it does go the other way too. When it actually is the plan, but because of my fast pay style and his slow pay style, which is another nine acknowledgement languages, it doesn't feel like collaboration to me because he's not going at my pace. And this is where the 12 driving forces stepped on my toes a little bit. When I realized that maybe I don't like collaborating as much as I thought I did. And what the Enneagram tells me is that I need to be more open to Terry's style of collaboration. Because ultimately, we're on the same team. So often, I will say, this isn't the plan. Just so that he can relax and put the conversation in perspective. Now, how can you use these two tools, driving forces in the Enneagram, to unbox yourself? I believe that the 12 driving forces gives you insights into your value system, especially in those six different categories. Knowledge, utility surroundings, others, power, and methodology. And if you know your Enneagram type, you can recognize the red flags of when you're under stress. And your 12 driving forces then can help you pinpoint what might be the catalyst. Now, the 12 driving forces is not a marriage tool. It is specifically for your work style. So it's great for companies or small businesses who are hiring when you need to understand team dynamics and the roles people play for the group according to what will stress them out and what will give them energy. Then you can better delegate. The combined reports do require that all the people in the party take the test, but it does give very clear do's and don'ts of how to communicate with that person based on your style and their style. Now with the Enneagram, especially with the nine acknowledgement languages, which again is a super simple framework for understanding the centers and the stance triads for each of the type. And it does not require that you know the other person's type. 
It builds relationships organically. And when it comes to marketing, you can predict behavior patterns to help you overcome objections, attract the right audience, and to structure your funnels in such a way that it doesn't feel pushy. So what's your opinion? Send me a DM on Instagram and let me know your take on the 12 driving forces versus the Enneagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share, and I'll see you next time for another bite-sized deep dive. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.